Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Welcome back to Talk for 12. Thanks for joining us for our final episode in our series on confidence. My name is Mel and I'm joined by Jan who will open God's word with us in a moment and help us to consider what it looks like to have confidence in God for our future. Welcome Jan. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Jan and with Graham have spent the last three years falling in love with the coolness of orange in every season. So now in my 60s I'm working out what retirement and grandparenthood looks like. And God gave me faith when I was in high school, and he still has me. That's fantastic. Thanks, Jan. We're so glad you could join us to talk for 12 on having confidence in Jesus for our future. Over to you. One of the first times I went to church with a friend, maybe 40 believers in a tiny fibro hall, and lots of older folk, we sang, but I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Their confidence was rich and powerful. It took my breath away. I too had got to know Jesus. Daniel Whittle wrote the hymn and I guess found these words like I did a century later, penned by Paul in a letter to Timothy. The letter was treasured and eventually included in the Bible as to Timothy. And it's chapter 1, verse 12. Paul was in Rome at the time. Nero was the emperor. Paul was in prison, chained, cold and lonely, because he proclaimed and taught about Jesus. He knew his execution was not far off. Shamed in Rome. And he wrote, Yet I am not ashamed, because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Well, that day, he mentions, is judgment, and if anything is going to dissolve confidence, this will. But he doesn't express anxiety or doubt about missing the mark, or being disqualified somehow, or simply feeling ashamed to meet Jesus. But confidence, convinced, no shadow of a doubt. How steady is your confidence? We're going to read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 9 to 12, and we'll be thinking about Paul's confidence and ours for meeting Jesus. So from verse 9, Jesus has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Saviour Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the Gospel. And of this Gospel I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That is why I am suffering as I am, yet this is no cause for shame, because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted him until that day. Paul's confidence was well attached to the fact that his life in Christ never depended on him, but squarely on Jesus. His place in God's eternal kingdom and how he lived for Jesus while he waited are both in view here. Forgiven and 
set free to live for Jesus. And Paul carried this confidence for all believers. He wrote it as Jesus has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. When your confidence wavers, remember that your life in Christ depends squarely on Jesus from now until you meet him and in his completed kingdom. Still thinking about confidence in the future, the rest of verse 9 reads, This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Saviour, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. God is not time-bound. God planned and sorted our salvation in Jesus before time began. And he has been implementing it within history, revealed in person by Jesus, enacted when he died and rose, applied to lives by the faith he enables, to bring us to the Father. And still, people are believing, finding forgiveness, and are becoming more like Jesus as they walk with him. All witnessed, recorded, experienced. God's planned salvation is well underway. And I'm smiling. It really does look like God will complete what he began, doesn't it? So when your confidence wavers, remember God's grace bestowed on you before the beginning of time. Remember that God's big eternal plan is already well underway. His plan that brings you into life with himself and a home in his new created heaven and earth. We're yet to see what his kingdom will finally look like, sound like or smell like, but our hearts will sing. Come to think of it, we're yet to see what God's completed work in our own lives will be like. Paul wrote in another letter to Christians, I am sure of this that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 1 verse 6. Going back to Paul's own confidence, he expressed it like this, yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted him until that day. So what did Paul entrust to Jesus? He believed Jesus, that Jesus was God's King, the Lord himself, and Paul had previously got it so wrong, his life wrapped up in doing what he thought was the right thing for God was worthless, lost. Paul realised he could never have stood in God's presence or even pleased God. He would have been destroyed by God's holiness. Except God had stepped in. Jesus himself died in his place and rose. Paul described it as having had his eyes open, being turned from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, so that he received forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are made holy by faith in Jesus. That's recorded in Acts 26.18. Paul believed Jesus and it changed everything. He humbly depended on Jesus to be forgiven and found he was then free to please God. So he went on to grow in holiness and to serve God in the unique ways God had gifted him for. All 
entrusted into Jesus' safe keeping. So Paul, in prison, chained, cold and lonely, looking down the barrel of his execution, does the thought cross his mind, is this what my life has come to? Well, on the day he penned this letter to Timothy, his confidence in the future got expressed as, yet I am not ashamed. Has your confidence about the future been stirred? Does it make a difference? I'm finding myself wanting to be more deliberate about taking my freedom to live for Jesus, thinking about simple obedience more as much as anything. How are you encouraged? How would you express it? And so from another old hymn, from Jude in the Bible, verse 24, to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Saviour be glory, majesty, power and authority, through Jesus Christ our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. So let's pray together. Thank you, Father, for all that you've given us in Jesus. Thank you for what is ahead for us in him and that you're faithfully completing what you began in us. Help us to keep on walking in step with your work in our lives. Amen. Thanks, Jan. It is so encouraging to be reminded that we have sure and steady confidence in Jesus for our future because he has been God's plan for our salvation since before time began. No matter what our future here on earth looks like, we can be confident that Jesus will guard what we have entrusted to him until the day when we meet him face to face. Please join us next time on Talk for 12 as we start a new series looking at Easter. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.